Hello, and welcome to episode 136 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have reviews of Strange Adventures, Issue 3 from DC Comics, and Empire, Issue 1 from Marvel Comics. Your creative team for Strange Adventures is Tom King, writer, Mitch Jarrett, and Evan Doc Shaner on art, with Clayton Clouds on letters. Your creative team for Empire is Al Ewing and Dan Slott on story, Al Ewing on writing, Valerio Shetty on art, Marti Garcia on colors, and Joe Carmania on letters. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. So Noah, we are going to start off with Strange Adventures 3. Um, we've talked about the previous two issues on other podcasts, but why don't you start us off with your thoughts on uh, issue three of this series? Uh, another solid issue. It's, it's been really fun to read these monthly. Excuse me. Um, very much, very similar to how like Mr. Miracle was, where you kind of get a new event explored, mm-hmm. um, like a different event each issue that sort of fills in the larger narrative that's going on. We talked about this last time, but I really loved also how uh, we've kind of hit a uh, like that, like basically the 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 the, uh, the Doc Shaner part of the book is just an action sequence mm-hmm. that you cut back to, and it's a really cool, very uh, well choreographed action like gladiator fight sequence which is uh really suspenseful even though we know the outcome it's still kind of it's still really effective so i'm interested to talk to that and sort of figure out how it works as well as it does um and then at the same time it's it's really fun to see mitch jared's draw all the other superheroes from the dc universe like hawkman and superman and of course batman again so uh it's great I, i I don't, I don't really have much, many bad things to say about this book so far. It's been so solid and yeah, I, I'm looking forward to breaking it down. And then Empire was fun. Uh, that's about all I'll say. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a pretty standard first issue event comic, but there's still plenty to talk about. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so I had heard Tom King, I believe it was on the word balloon podcast when he was talking about strange adventures. And I think sort of the setup for this series is, uh, sort of our odd number issues, like our one or three and our five, are going to be Adam Strange focus, and our even issue numbers are going to be uh, Mr. Terrific uh, sort of focused. And sort of that That's that makes exciting. sense looking at this. And even if you kind of think about it uh, with this first page, it's sort of like a uh, almost like a handoff of how we ended two. And sort of, you know, we have Mr. Terrific walking away and it's sort of like, all right, now we're, you know, that character is leaving the story and now we're going to focus on, you know, this, this half of the story. So I I thought that was cool the way they did that. That is very cool. I didn't notice that at the first time. So that's a really cool detail. And I like, uh, I love how Mitch Jarrett's drew that first panel. Like somehow he's able to convince that, like sort of portray that fake, you know, uh, cordial smile, you know? (laughs) Because as soon as Mr. Terrific leaves, he's immediately swearing about, you know, what all just went down between him and Mr. Terrific. Um, that was really great. Good acting on the artist's part. Yeah, I I, I agree with you there. Uh, there's uh, even the, sort of the second panel on page two. The the and I'm drawing a blank on this lady's name, but uh, uh, Alana or Elena. Yes, she's, you know, cross arm, very, very sort of closed, closed off and, and defensive. Uh, so you can tell, I, you know, e- even if you look at 
her eyes. Um, he's the center of the, on page two, the top panel, he's the center. She's looking at him. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about being centered up, but it's sort of like him, her, and then him in another, uh, you know, uh, point in time. So that's, that's very cool. Yeah. Cool, quick beats. And well, like we talked about in the second issue as well. And uh, I like how though they match the, the eye line of uh panels two and three mm-hmm. um like if you measure from where her eyes are in comparison to the panel like the the panel borders they line up perfectly with uh, uh doc shaner's first panel on the bottom of page two um that's really cool again sort of like you're talking about like there's a lot a lot has to do with sort of looking back or you know people figuratively and actually leaving the frame or looking back you know it's cool um yeah and this is the sort of the what we've seen a lot uh early on um and pretty much most of this this issue is that uh three panel sort of uh in thirds wide uh panel uh structure which again leads to sort of like almost like a cadence like a a one two three a one two three as as you read it yeah, and uh, yeah, even within the panels, like we talked about, so like the hidden nine panel, nine, nine panel grid um, within the three panels as well, which is great. And it also makes it sort of nice when you get to page, uh, you know, we get the we get the first bit of the fight, the gladiator fight in the past mm-hmm. between um, Doctor Strange and the alien warrior, and uh, you kind of start to get a little background as to what's going on in the ceremony and why it's important that things are decided through combat in this alien culture. Um, but on the page where it transitions back to the present, um, back to Miss Jared's art and Dr. Strange is flying with Superman. There are those three bottom panels that sort of fit within that one, two, three, you know, uh, the, 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 the rule of threes in this book. So you have the first two panels on that page that are the wide, uh, the wide, wide angles. And then on the bottom, you have these really, these nice uh, sort of uh, diagonal, then the diagonal sort of vertical panels of just these quick, not these quick beats, because there's still quite a bit of dialogue on the panels, but just sort of these nice three panels, but it doesn't feel like the, doesn't feel imbalanced at all. It sort of fits within the, the general cadence and rhythm of the book. Yeah, and I think with that page, um, that is the page where, as you said, uh, uh, Adam Strange and, and Superman are flying. Uh, that, that first one where, we're, where we sort of switch locations and we go to Superman, it's sort of like a pause, like they're kind of like either like in midair, it's just sort of like hovering for a second, and then you get, you get three quicks, so you feel like the you know Superman might have like sped away, and, and, and Adam Strange has to, has to, has to keep up keep up with them so that that's a good way to to do that it's pretty dynamic composition on that page too because uh you have left to right because there's that uh the the sort of uh the coliseum frames uh adam strange's like top part of his body Mm -hmm. you know and it sort of does lead you that that arch arching down um leads you from left to right but then it hits the body form and then you follow it from top right to bottom left. And then you follow that form down, um, down to Superman's hand in the next panel, 
which is really impressive, which is really great composition with one artist, but with two artists, you know, that's good coordination right there. Um, to have this, you know, as dynamic of composition right there, that's not just centered, you know, on the action because the action's not centered, um, except on the bottom three panels. Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think that these guys are both digital? I know that Mitch is digital. I think so. I think, I think Doc Shaner's digital. Looks like it is because he's doing a lot of the same sort of like, you can see some like more splatter brush art that's a little too neat and clean. Yeah. As you know, because like that's always, that's always a good tip off. The splatters seem very clean. Okay. You know, do, 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 do you know what I'm talking about though? Like you can always tell when like someone's digital by like how the splatters look like they seem confined to a space like too perfect yeah yeah i know i think i know what you're talking about uh what would be interesting is is uh, uh i don't know how they would do this but like uh uh you know how sometimes we get like the director's cuts of, yeah. of these like, what would be interesting is if they did a thing where like you know they showed us this page and what we got was like uh the top panel which was the you know the 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 shaner panel and then like we sort of saw like how he communicated to like if is a file then sent to to mitch with like some notes like all right i did the top panel um try to center these with with that i wonder i wonder how much communication goes back and forth between those two guys like especially yeah. like when they because some pages there they they do themselves because it's sort of the you know the the setting or the or the story part that they're telling but when they when they do different artists on the same page i wonder how much collaboration is, goes between the two yeah i wonder if they like let you know if on a page like this doc shaner thumbnails the whole page out and then sends it over like he does the first panel and then thumbnails the rest of it and gives it to you know does the layouts and sends it to mitch jared's and then vice versa for mitch jared's when he has a panel you know our page um too so yeah i'd be interested to find that out that's going to be probably something we'll talk about as we break down further issues as well okay. and there'll be more developments i'm sure they're going to do a graph i'm sure they're going to do a director's cut of this at some point yeah what would be cool is if it sort of had maybe like the director's cut sort of had like a qr code that you like you held up oh, uh, your, cool. your phone to it and then it was just sort of like you know like with that page it would sort of be like a little transition where it would go you know go back to the pencils and 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 if that was the case where there's a little bit of design elements from from doc to to mitch like you get a little bit of, of that communication uh that's there and, and you know as we know as far as like alan moore and like all the big marvel execs you know jim lee is probably listening to this right now oh yeah uh, j jotting that down um next to his drawing table yeah as in in the middle of his twitch session he's listening to us and talking yeah. about this and taking notes as well yeah um, I really love the the splash page on that uh, that page turn. Uh, well, mm -hmm. of course we get like an ad, but then we we do that, and and again another example of threes right here. You know, like this is almost segmented into three parts, which is really cool. And talking about another page with some hidden panels in it as well, which is really great. But it fits within that like sort of uh, quadrant, three quadrants. Like especially when you look at the next page, like the right facing page, you know and you sort of follow the invisible lines across. Yeah, there's like clear, like three separations on that page, which is really cool. 
Yeah, and what I, you know, and, and this is sort of a, a storytelling element with that, that, that splash page. What it's like is, you know, you know, Adam Strange is, is flying around in this sort of DC uh, superhero world. And, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's trying to talk to Superman about the problems that he has, but he's also, he's got to, you know, be a superhero at the same time. And so while he's worried about this sort of investigation and what others think about him, he's, he's still battling in these sort of, you know, fantastical elements. Which that's a very Tom King thing to do. That's like, that's how you know you're reading a Tom King book is when something like this happens, right? You know, I, I think I, I would be interested to read um, Once Crowded Skies because just from the premise of that book, you know, sort of it being about like sort of a real life, you know, superhero dealing with real life and things, that seems to be the kind of subject material he likes to deal with more than anything in his work. Yeah. So I, I'd be interested to read that book someday and like basically find out if that's sort of what the book is, you know, is just sort of things like this where one thing's happening, but they're talking about something completely different, you know? Yeah. I, and this is, I think, uh, I want to move us along a little bit, but like, I think this, you know, uh, another thing that, uh, we, we talk about is, uh, show don't tell. And it's, yeah. you know, it's not like, uh, uh, you know, Adam Strange going, I can't believe that I got all of this on my mind. And I'm, and I'm fighting, you know, monsters yeah. in the sky. It's just, it's there. And, you know, three issues in, we sort of, we sort of realize that without it sort of being beat into our head with, with text dialogue where somebody else might, might do that. I think there's another, to, again, to keep us moving along, I think the, the use of the narration from Alana's point of view in the past, while she's watching Adam fight the, the, the alien gladiator is really good too, as far as show, don't tell. She's not talking about the alien or Adam. She's talking about herself mm -hmm. and providing character context, but also providing context for sort of the world they live in. Like, you know, talking about how there's, there's a contrast there too, where she's talking about ceremony. Right. And while this like, like, you know, incredible act of violence is happening in front of her, but like, and that's like a cool contrast, but it's sort of, it contextualizes what's happening right now. Like this is a, a violent ceremony that's happening. It's not a glad gladiator fight. It's, it's a ceremony of sorts. And um, her expression, which is so sort of like creepy because she's so complete, like, you know, uh, like it looks very uh, at ease mm -hmm. about everything that's going on, like as a very like neutral face, uh, like almost like a, like a half smile and everything while she's watching her husband almost get killed and killing another guy. Um, like there's no concern, like there's just this confidence that like, oh, this is just something great that I'm witnessing right here, uh, which is cool. Uh, and a very, again, very good use of uh, narration. Yeah. So uh, I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll sort of do sort of a, a quick light uh, sort of review of the middle of the book, because, again, we don't want to turn this into like uh, every panel breakdown. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the middle of the book is focused on uh, the the ceremony, um, and uh, you know Adam Strange is you know is inflicted with some some wounds there. And uh, you had you alluded to this earlier, where we know that he's going to make it, but they they do a great job of sort of uh, 
building up the uh the tension that you know it's it's hard to do in superhero comics uh but but for a second there you're sort of like oh uh how's he not necessarily is he going to make it out of this but how is he going to make it out of this yeah and and we're also this book really starts to make us question his innocence as we go so we're trying to figure out oh is this where he loses his soul mm-hmm. and partly he does when you get to the the part where you think that it looks like he's about to be killed in the gladiator arena and then he takes his helmet off and decapitates the alien with it. Yeah. Um, and then you have that great page of uh, him, you know, it's just uh, getting closer and closer up on his like expressions as he's going, as he's finishing off the alien, you see sort of this like insanity, you know, um, like this, uh, just this, this like berserker rage come out of him. Uh and you sort of are at that at, by the end of this book, and especially with how um, when you get to Alana's interaction with Batman, you start to sort of like, oh, are they really innocent? Should we really be believing them? With how, of course, this just extreme act of violence we just watched Adam commit, and then Alana's just you know, uh, like you know, completely like acting very guilty in all these in the, all these situations. Yeah, so um, you alluded to it, uh, sort of the, I guess, the the last uh, act of this book or the last sort of storytelling we get after the, the aftermath of uh, the battle of the ceremony. Uh, we switch, uh, we switch to Alana uh, swimming at night. Uh, you know, we've talked about color changes before, and I think this is really cool because we sort of get the uh, this this light green like misty like cool night effect here with with the colors um yeah. what did you think about when we switched to the to the pool scene here very cool it's very moody and i like how it feels like a there's some noir elements obviously with her smoking the cigarette and the the high contrast but also there's a lot of uh it's like a very james bond feel right mm-hmm. here um with batman and everything i like how her swimsuit is sort of like the the high contrast point, you know, it like accentuates her form, which is really cool design moment. And uh, it's sort of interesting to sort of not, it's, it's interesting. We were just talking with Travis and Luke about contrast and colors as well. And, you know, not having everything be one color, but here we have everything being one color, you know, mm-hmm. and, but how it works is that there's still the contrast with the like very harsh white and, um, like even the the white background when she's pulling the gun out under from underneath the towel, uh, so it's really cool. Uh, yeah, I really like it. It's really moody. It's really intense. Um, it's very cold, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it adds some. It adds a great little. Uh, it adds sort of a nice moody uh, noir feel to the comic, and and it, and it heightens the mystery at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I'm just. Uh, uh, I think uh, a little bit before that, and I, um, you know, uh, another aspect of this is sort of the, the 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 TV news aspect of it that they they touch mm-hmm. on. Um, you know, we they they fill us in um, with with some information, very sort of uh, uh, you know, talking heads on TV. Adam Strange and Alana are giving an interview, but. Uh, there's a panel that also sort of uh, 
or there's two panels before the sort of the pool scene that's in that same sort of like cool greenish blue um where um they're 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 in bed watching tv she's she's not in bed she's she's standing and smoking but it's still that same color palette yeah um and then we see a lot more of that so like that's a good way of telling us like this is where we are and then we then we switch to to a flashback but then we're sort of right back in that same color palette so we kind of know where we're going back to but you sort of see that uh you get the feeling that uh uh she's really pulling some pulling some strings here and trying yeah. to sort of manipulate the way uh the story is going to going to be told in the way that some of the the care the, the 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 pieces that are moving around um might be influenced batman mr terrific so they're sort of setting her up as sort of this sort of uh almost like this puppeteer behind the scenes um which is which is coming through in this issue yeah, I was like, I never thought about that's good color coding. That the suspicion is coded, you know, right there. You you realize that they're being fake for the news reporters and being very diplomatic and and uh, you know they're using some uh, strategy with the press to sort of get some approval. Mm-hmm. And then you see them, you know, that that green sort of uh, shows that you should start being suspicious of them, and then that continues. So I'll be interested in if they if that sort of is how you, you figure things out, like how you distinguish between what's real and what's true as the story goes in the next couple books, if they use that color scheme. And I, I need to look back at the other two issues to see if they do that in those as well. Yeah. So uh, to, to close up uh, uh, Strange Adventures, uh, issue three, I think the, the, the big sort of, um, did I give a spoiler alert at the beginning of this? I don't, I, don't think, I don't think I did. All right. Well, I think it's a given. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's a, here, this is a spoiler alert uh, for how this one ends. Uh, this issue ends issue three. Uh, there seems to be one of the networks is sort of uh, got footage of her talking to, to Batman at the pool. So there's going to be some, there's going to be some fallout there. Yep. Yeah. So the, the press is on is firmly on, it seems like at the end, uh, Adam Strange and Alana's side and against the Justice League and them being sort of intrusive into their lives, which I think is sort of the end goal. That's what the Strange couple wants. Mm-hmm. And that automatically, I mean, that's Tom King also drawing on the times, right? You know? Yes. Uh, if, if you have the press on your side, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. Correct. So uh, that's that's how that ends. So if it the series is sort of goes as I believe I heard, so we'll probably get more of Mister Terrific's uh, investigation. So we'll probably get a little bit more into what happened with Adam Strange uh, through his investigation. Um, we're probably, I, I was assume we're probably going to get some more Batman. Um, so so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm surprised at how much Batman's been in each issue. It's pretty great. Yeah. Okay, so let's turn our focus to to Empire number one. Um, and since I didn't give the the spoiler alert at the beginning of the podcast, like I do, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give another spoiler alert here uh, for this issue. Uh, 
this is issue one. Um, I think this was supposed to come out a, a while ago, but the, the COVID-19 um, sort of really delayed it. Um, but I felt like they did a sort of a good job of uh, dropping us sort of into the story. Um, what did you think? I didn't, yeah, I, I had a hard time getting into it because I didn't feel like we were dropped into the story. Okay. Yeah, I felt like it was like they had to explain everything that had happened a lot, you know? So they had to give the backgrounds on the Kree and the scrolls multiple times just so you really understood where everything was going. This isn't a bad thing either, you know? And they made a, this is sort of, this might've been changed even from what it was going to be in April because Marvel released that press statement um, from the editor, uh, what's his name, Wacker, said that they wanted this book and every other Marvel book when it came back to printing new issues in May to be a jumping on point for new readers. Okay. So, you know, you can't, you can jump into this book having not followed any of the past events leading up to this. Um, even if you haven't read the road to empire books, you can just jump onto this issue and understand completely what all has happened because they do explain everything including relationships between characters, you know, the Hulkling stuff is very well explained. And that's the thing that maybe is kind of intimidating about this book for 27 pages. There's a lot of story packed into one issue. Yeah. I'm going to actually reverse uh, my statement. I think, uh, I think you summed it up a lot better. I think what they did was they, they, as far as sort of the the set point they 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 dropped us into the story you know with the the fantastic four returning but they definitely did sort of uh they certainly did explain every character who they were um and there might have been a lot of rewrites or uh you know text changes because they might have been worried that for let's say four months uh you know people weren't picking up marvel books you know weekly um so they couldn't the the they had a they had a large sort of gap there so um maybe they 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 tried to pack a lot more uh due to the circumstances there yeah and it was a great read though like i don't like i have no uh i have like you know minor complaints it's not bad that's the, like, I hope I don't come off as being like, this is terrible, but no, it just, it does. I was really happy actually with how much they explained because then I didn't feel like I had to go back and read the last arcs of fantastic four and Avengers leading up to this event. Yeah. I mean, I normally am a, uh, a big, uh, Marvel reader and le- read a lot of titles, but, uh, I think it's a combination of, uh, the, the time, off from sort of the regular schedule and and delay like uh i was i was i was figuring things out um i haven't i have a bunch of ff books piled up that i didn't read but i was able to pick this up and other than the sort of the two kids that they are sort of escorting i didn't really know what was going on there um they do a decent job of explaining that too yeah and uh, they kind of do a good, uh, I, I think I think some of this is Dan Slott. 
Slott's doing because Dan Slott's really good with dialogue, especially comic book dialogue too, you know, where he, he does love writing these characters. You can always tell that. And um, especially with the Fantastic Four stuff, the dialogue there sort of explaining where Franklin is at, where um, Valerie is at, uh, you know, where all the characters are at is really well done. I think much better than the Avengers part, which I think it almost feels like Al Ewing wrote the Avengers section. Mm -hmm. And uh, because that's a little clunkier and a little, like you get a little more like just straight explaining stuff. But then there's still some good humor interjected in there. So I think Al Ewing and uh, Dan Slott are definitely having fun writing the dialogue between these characters. Yeah. Uh, so um, since this just came out, I, I think we won't do a, a, like a, a panel by panel, page by page review. But basically, uh, the FF is coming back um, and they, they, they see this huge sort of uh, space armada like at Earth and they decide to go investigate it. Um, and as you said, Val... Uh, Franklin and these two kids uh, they don't want them there when they go to do that so they they send them back and I guess that's when they find out that sort of uh, Hulkling is sort of uh, you know the the one that's sort of leading this uh, fleet of ships yeah and then we find out so we we get a little bit of an interaction between the the Kree and the Skrulls and the FF and then we shoot, shoot down to earth where we see where the Avengers have been up to and uh, you find out that there's an alien race that's moved into the earth that the Avengers are protecting. And they're this sort of plant race that's inhabited the earth. And I'm getting, at first I was like, Oh, is this related to Krakoa and the X-Men stuff? But I don't think it is. So I think this is the blue area of the moon that, that, that this, uh, this plant based. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So. As oh yeah. Cause there's the earth in the background there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess, and so, yeah. So, I, I think there was some events of, from some other books that that I that I got, I didn't know about. But yeah, I think the the Avengers show up. Um, it almost seems to sort of like do do like a, like a, like a check in with these folks, and they just happen to be there at the same time. Yeah. That this 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 shows up. Um, but where you get you're getting some Krakoa vibes too. Yeah, I mean, that, again, Gracia's coloring this as well. So he's coloring it very similar to how Krakoa was colored as well. Yeah, I I I, I do see that. Uh it, and it's you know, it's it's you know, very you know, you have these these huge sort of plant like structures and that that was a very Krakoa thing. So no, it's uh it uh, it makes it makes a lot of sense, and the and the the common colorist uh, probably plays a plays a big key there. He's a good colorist. And they might oh, yeah. tie it in because X Men is going to tie into this event, so they might tie it into Krakoa, or it might be tied into Krakoa, and I just don't know. Um, yeah, because what the blue section of the moon was a big part of X Men and Powers of X and House of X, wasn't it? Or at least X Men. Yeah, and even. Uh, even in the post Hoxpox uh, issues, uh, the like the the Wolverine and like Scott and Gene, they're they're based on the moon, so yeah, um, that's probably how we're going to get our our play in with 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 the uh, with the X Men. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's definitely some. Uh, I also wonder if because it was such a success last year, House and House and Powers, that they might be trying to structure their events more like that in the years to come because of it was like the first really successful event in a long time. Um, like critically and sales wise, it was, it was big. Um, so that I wouldn't also be surprised if editorial was like, Hey, make everything like this from here on out. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, so the, the Avengers are sort of seem like they're, they're, they're here for, for a check-in, which is, you know, uh, convenient, uh, in a lot of ways, but you know, it's, it's, it's superhero, uh, storytelling. So you got to sort of get all the pieces in the, in the, on the same sort of playing field. Um, I did not understand this part with, with She-Hulk, uh, picking up this thing and then all of a sudden, um, sort of being able to talk normally again. Yeah, so uh, I, that might be me being behind on on my Avenger stuff as as well. I remember I, what I read, what little I read of Aaron and McGinnis's Avengers. That was a thing at the beginning. Was that she was sort of becoming more like the typical Hulk, not just like you know how she was with She Hulk. So they just call her Hulk now because she is basically Hulk, and um, that was a big thing. Like she would sort of go in and out of being. Uh, like of having her sort of intelligence in, in at the beginning of that series. That's probably what it ties into. Yeah, I, I yeah, I do remember sort of early on. She was just sort of you know traditionally a sort of Hulk smash sort of character, this sort of brute. Um, so uh, this is a good character. It seems like a good character arc. Uh, but still, that stick needs to be explained, and maybe it will be explained as we go. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, the, the alien crafts, uh, that are being sort of piloted by the forces of, of Hulkling with the FF on board, they're, they're trying to figure out, you know, what, what that, what their objectives are. Um, they, they get closer to this, uh, you know, the blue area of the moon where, where this plant-based race is. Um, so we sort of have like a, uh, communication between you know the avengers you know tony uh able to talk to 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 read on the ship and they they sort of are going back and back and forth as to like what's going on what they should do uh this middle sort of really uh bogs down with 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 a lot of with a lot of talking yeah there's a lot of talking right here um and uh the but it's good talking too, because I, up to this point, I, I was kind of afraid it was just going to be another alien invasion book and kind of by the end it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but during this middle time, it kind of threw me for a loop because I thought there was going to be some real like conflict between the fantastic four and the Avengers. when we realized that, that uh, the fantastic four are ready to take the Kree and the scroll side and the Avengers are firmly you know, settled into protecting the, uh, the, the garden race on the, the moon. And uh, that was the part I was like, oh, that's really cool. But then eventually the Tony convinces us uh, Reed to come over to their side and uh, Reed and uh, the FF fight the Kree and the Skrulls and uh, the Avengers fight the, uh, the Kree and the Skrulls back by use of uh, Mjolnir and uh, Iron Man tech fusing together uh, to shut down all their weapons and uh, ships. 
Yeah, I mean, so that would give me that would give me high hopes for the uh, the you know the the event here. It's not going to be as clear cut as you know bad aliens invading Marvel heroes fighting them off. We're going to have uh, different fractions within factions within the uh, the Marvel universe teaming up on different sides. And, you know, there's there's always been friction between you know, the Avengers and the X-Men. Um, so we, we don't see, I don't think we see the X-Men here, but, you know, now we have this sort of friction uh, between the FF and, and the Avengers. So there's, there's some good possibilities for, for tension there. There's not too much friction because they both fight against the Kree and the Skrulls in this issue. The big thing is, is that going forward, the FF are with the Kree and the Skrulls so how are the Korean scrolls going to react to, you know, basically at the end of this issue, we find out that they, the, the Korean, the scrolls were right to be afraid of the, the garden race because they're going to go and declare war on humanity and kill everything. Um, and they just got rid of all the Korean, the scrolls, which were probably the, the huge force that they were going to need to fight this alien race back. So it's going to be interesting going forward to see, how the if the Kree and the scrolls are going to be like yeah we'll we'll help you guys fight these aliens but once that's done we're going to invade your world if that's sort of going to be something that's interesting you know? or if it's going to be uh something where they're the 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 ff and the Kree and the scrolls are going to form an alliance but tony will not want to work with them you know uh in order to fight back against these uh, the, the the garden alien. So I'm wondering if it's going to be something like that, or if it's going to be something where the FF and the Avengers are going to try to have to convince the aliens to help them fight the other aliens. Yeah, I like that. So um, I think that that was a, a pretty pretty good review. Um, uh, I, I, I want to be light on the, the 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 breakdown here for for anybody who hasn't had a chance to to fully read it. I'm just um, saying though, they should have led with the ghost rider quinjet that's how the book should have opened that was um, that was pretty that was pretty cool i wish the book had started that way and that way i would have felt more of the energy going forward and been like okay i'm along for the ride now because that part came along and that's where the book really picks up yeah so sort of do it sort of uh big action moment and then they because this was pretty linear from from beginning to yeah. end they could have done something where they're like oh, look at this cool thing. We're going to take a couple steps back, tell you how we got it. Now you're back to that point, and this is how, this is how it goes. Yeah, I could see, I could see that being a, a different way to, to do it, you know, because um, I don't necessarily know that this is the case for, for a lot of, like a lot of modern readers, but like, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, if I, for comic book readers, if I was in a bookstore, and I would pick up a, like a prose book. I would sort of read sort of like the, the first couple of pages. And if it didn't sort of capture me, like I might put it back. Um, but, you know, that would have, I don't necessarily know people do that with comics, but that would have been like a good way to be like, holy crap, first page, Ghost Rider Quinjet. I, I got to figure out what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's sort of my, my opinion as well. Cool. So I'm actually so out of it. I don't know how many, uh, 
I don't know how many uh, issues this, this series is, um, but I, I have seen that it crosses over into to a lot of a lot of different books. Um, so it, it's probably going to be the, the the main focus of the the Marvel universe um, for for a while. Probably, yeah. Uh, um, I'm really excited to read Philip's book whenever that comes out. Uh, his Captain America. That's what I'm most excited about when we've had him on here and he's pitched that story. It sounds awesome. So, yeah, I think, and I think that's a three issue series. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably going to be uh, pretty, pretty tight, pretty telling a story in this, this scenario. So yeah, I'm look, I'm looking forward to that, that as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that 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 does it for us. Do you have uh, do you have any uh, any final thoughts? Any any sort of maybe predictions for 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 anything here? Strange Adventures or, or Empire? Um, no, I can't really think of anything to predict. Uh, I do see a fight, I guess, between Reed Richards and Tony Stark in the future. That's what I think is going to happen in Empire. Yeah, that I um, I, I I could see that and. Uh, I wonder if, uh, do you remember in House of X, Powers of Ten, there was sort of all of that tension over Franklin Richards? Yes. Um, so when the X-Men come in here, uh, I wonder if they'll revisit uh, the X-Men's sort of attempts to uh, fold Franklin into sort of the, the mutant uh, the mutant part of the the Marvel universe or sort of pull him away from, from his family, because, you know, there was certainly that tension between Franklin and Reed at the beginning, because Franklin wanted to be sort of more in the, the thick of things and uh, Reed being his father. um, And also, and Franklin being sort of a, a younger kid, you know, he's doing the fatherly thing of, of sending him away, but there was certainly, uh, they seeded a bit of tension there that, uh, you know, Franklin didn't want to be dismissed like that. Um, I think he even makes a comment about how powerful he is. Um, so maybe that's something that they, they bring into it. Yeah, but he's losing his power or something like that. That's where he's at. That's why Reed doesn't want him to get too involved. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what unlocks maybe Franklin's power going forward. And if it's going to be this, this garden race of aliens. Well, Xavier's, him. Xavier's got all of those fancy uh, Krakoa uh, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So, all right. Well, um, I'm not necessarily sure if we'll, we'll, we'll stick with empire. We'll, we'll see, but I, I think we're definitely sticking with reviews of uh, strange adventures. So uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I enjoyed talking about those two. They were definitely sort of, uh, even though they were both superhero books, they were, they show you sort of the, the range of, of story that you could tell sort of the traditional sort of superheroes doing, doing cool, you know, you know, super heroic things. And then you have the, uh, strange adventures where it's sort of more of, uh, you know, we certainly had our elements of, uh, you know, super heroics and, and fighting, but it was um, it's it's still sort of like a a detective mystery and a, a mystery for for us the reader. So I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I agree. 
Awesome. Well, if anybody listening can give us a rating or review, whatever podcasting service they use, really appreciate it. If you want to follow the podcast, we are on Twitter at ConstructComPod. Instagram is Constructed Comics. Facebook and YouTube is Constructed Comics. Uh, Again, if you want to check out uh, a project that we'll have more information on soon, uh, check out uh, Dino Thrashers underscore comic on Instagram uh, to see some of the the stuff that's going on there. Uh, Noah is uh, putting up some concept art there that looks pretty cool. Um, But we'll be back with another episode very soon. Everybody, please be safe, uh, be nice to each other, and uh, go out there and uh, make some comics.